Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Q-Tips. It is the special segment by the Video Store Junkies podcast where we take a handful of movies and recommend them to you for the upcoming weekend. And tonight, let's just jump right into it and we'll go to Zach. Oh, hi. Well, hi. hey, I'm going to open with a movie that I had somehow gone through my entire life without seeing until just recently. And it is now my favorite film by Quentin Tarantino or, or involving mm. Quentin Tarantino. And I'm not a huge Quentin Tarantino fan, but this film actually is not directed by Quentin Tarantino, which is maybe why I loved it. Uh, <laughs> it's directed by Tony Scott. I'm talking about 1993's True Romance. And oh, this yeah. is a kind of a very uh, Tarantino-esque plot. It involves a guy, kind of a loser, who hooks up with a call girl and steals some cocaine and goes on the run. And it's, you know, there's not a whole lot there plot-wise, but let me just tell you, in terms of the cast, I think this might actually have the best cast ever. Uh, let me just let me just read off some names to you here. Christian Slater, it's got Patricia Arquette, it's got Michael Rappaport, it's got Bronson Pinchot, it's got Gary Oldman in one of his greatest roles ever, and that's saying a lot because it's Gary Oldman. It's got Dennis Hopper, it's got Christopher Walken, it's got Brad Pitt, it's got Tom Sizemore. He's a piece of shit, but he's still a pretty good actor. It's got Samuel Jackson, it's got James Gandolfini, it's got Val Kilmer. Um, Jeez. Yeah, this this movie th this movie is probably one of the best cast films of all time. A lot of the people I just mentioned are only in this movie for like one or two scenes, but they they give it their all and they put on uh, some truly amazing performances. So yeah, True Romance. It's it's a Quentin Tarantino movie for people who don't really like Quentin Tarantino. Is is the way I'm going to put it. Now I have been actually watching some of his other movies recently, and I'm kind of coming around to him. So I don't know. Maybe I'll go through his filmography and find out that I'm more of a fan of his than I knew. But uh, yeah, if if you w want to watch a single movie that is Tar uh, Tarantino esque, and you're maybe not a huge fan of the man himself, True Romance is a great pick. So. That is my first pick for this week, and I'm I, going to. Throw I just, it I just want to oh. second. That's a, that's a great movie. I love Tarantino. It's it's a great movie, and it's got one of the most awesome scenes ever with Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. That is just brilliant. Probably couldn't be filmed today, but we still got it, and amazing. Yeah, it's it's got like I said, it's it's kind of amazing that like a lot of these actors are only there in there from for. for a scene but they give it their mm. all and like i mean gary oldman like i've heard about his role in this movie for years he's only in there for like two scenes he oh, only has yeah. like a couple of minutes of screen time but mm. again it's it's just phenomenal so so yeah uh, yeah i was actually going to throw it over to bill so bill what's your oh. your first pick for this week my first pick is a canadian horror film from 1981 called the pit it's about a 12-year-old boy who is a total outcast because, quite frankly, he's a freak and deserves to be an outcast. He's bullied. Um, uh, he's, he's got some issues, let's say, and he, uh, he has no friends at all, so he talks to his demonic teddy bear. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this is good enough for a movie. You don't need to do anything other than this wretched little 12-year-old and his, you know, son of Sam doll, uh, talking doll there. Oh, but wait, there's more. Because you might say, well, that's all well and good, but where's the pit? So he goes traipsing out in the woods, he and Teddy, and discovers a pit where these demonic little troglodytes live. And then he gets his vengeance on everyone who has mocked and scorned him, which is pretty much everybody, by taking them out into the woods and shoving them into the pit where the troglodytes then devour them. 
this movie's nuts and it's and it's filmed like a canadian movie from 1981 there's just something about it it immediately as soon as you see five seconds of it you're like mm, canadian um <laughs> but it's fun it's crazy it's not particularly great but it's a lot of fun uh definitely definitely worth watching i'm i'm shocked and amazed no one's remade it with better effects and and everything just fun fun 1980s schlocky canadian stuff the pit i believe it is on shutter still and i will throw it over to well who's left ah, i guess it's got to be yeah gee thanks <laughs> <laughs> all right well from 1981 we're going back back to the early 60s and here's a little tale where we've got a a yacht with a small pleasure cruise going out for just a, a short day trip got seven people on it there's a professor there's a movie star. There's a rich person. And then they, the weather starts getting rough. Their tiny ship is tossed. If not for the courage of the Furious crew, the, the, their ship would be lost. But they do end up on an uncharted, uh, uncharted desert island. Oh. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about 1963's Matango, also known as Attack of the Mushroom People, directed yeah. by Ashiro Honda, who brought us Godzilla. Um, this is currently playing on Amazon Prime, Tubi, and Fling Flicks. Um, and so they end up on this uncharted desert island, and food's getting low, and they find that another ship has been marooned there, apparently much earlier, because it is covered in, like, fungus. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the title Attack of the Mushroom People, you can imagine that... Wonder what happens. Don't... Yeah, you can imagine what happens. It is. Um, it actually was rather controversial in Japan at the time, because the makeup for the people, um, the, the original... The, some of the early uh, victim, well, early mushroom people looks very much like victims of Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Ugh. So it was very um, controversial at the time. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's really creepy. And it's fun because you could watch it. Like I had my mom, my mom watched it and she said she, she thought it was so funny and she thought it was a hoot. And she's because you do have kind of rubber suits almost at a certain point, and um, or you can watch it for like the actual horror aspects of it. Not to me, it was always creeped the shit out of me. Um, another neat thing about it is it's based on one of my favorite uh horror stories, short horror stories, The Voice in the Night by William Hope Hodgson from 1907, huh. which is incredibly creepy story. You can find really good readings of it on LibriVox and YouTube, or you can find it. It's it's in public domain, so it's easy to find the story and read it. Very creepy. So it though. was actually based on that story. Yeah, yeah, the voice Neat. of the night. Very much so. Oh. Highly recommend reading the story. It's it's really good. Again, that's by William Hope Hodgson. So again, that's Matango or Attack of the Mushroom People, and you can watch it either in in the English dub or the um or or the Jap original Japanese. And I believe the cut that is on. Amazon Prime is the longer Japanese cut, but with the English dub in it. And uh, yeah, it's it's creepy. So does it, does it have the La 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 song in it? I don't remember. I, I oh, watched it, it was... a few months ago. So, oh, but it's yeah. it's 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 creepy. I mean, it's a hmm. it, it's a good one. Um, and I'm gonna pass this on over to Renee. Well, hey there. I uh, I have probably the opposite of Matango. It is something that is very much completely mainstream. But coming off of the movie that I can't remember that we just watched, that's how much of an impression it made on me. Um, the Devil Made Me Do It. And, um, you know, The Conjuring. And um, 
you know, you might be thinking, which Paul has absolutely no opinions on. Um, nope, none at all. Nope, none. <laughs> um, so, but you might think, well, gosh, you know, that was kind of fun, like a scary movie with Patrick Wilson and stuff like that. So what I would recommend is watching Insidious. Uh, it is a 2010 oh. movie directed by James Wan. It has Patrick Wilson, Lynn Shay, Rose Byrne, and Barbara Hershey, who is a very odd but interesting Twitter follow. Um, it was actually, interestingly, I didn't realize this. It was written by Lee Winnell, um, who actually is also in the movie, though he plays one of the little nerdy tech guys. Um, it is available on Netflix, and it is basically about a family that is looking to prevent evil spirits from trapping their comatose child in a realm called The Further. So, um, you know, entertaining movie. Uh, you know, very mainstream. If you haven't seen it, yeah, check it out. You might like it. And uh, I'm sure half of you already have. So apologies. Go watch Matango or True Romance or The Pit. All right. <laughs> I'm going to pass this over to Zach. Wow. Dude, I, I love how you were downplaying your own pick. <laughs> like, I don't think... Uh, like well, even, even Paul was like really talking up Microwave Massacre last week. And here you well, are. It was worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? My next pick takes place entirely at night, but it is not a horror film. So I'm actually going back to the early 90s again, and I'm going to recommend 1991's Night on Earth. And if you've never seen a Jim Jarmusch film before, well, there's a lot of dialogue. There is not a lot of plot, but it's a really fun movie. It's entirely shot or almost entirely shot in cabs. And... It has four segments. It's not like a continuous plot. There are kind of four separate segments that are kind of completely independent. So it's actually a good movie if you, uh, you know, if you don't want to sit through the whole thing, you can actually watch them separately. I would not recommend doing that because it's such a great movie, though. But yeah, it's basically just four different cab rides uh, across the world over the course of one night. And it's, you know, about the people driving the cabs and the people they pick up. It's got a couple of great actors that you probably recognize. It's got Winona Ryder. Uh, pretty early in her career, actually. So it's a young Winona Ryder, and it's also got a fairly young Giancarlo Esposito, and uh, who's really hilarious in this movie. Um, I don't know. It's it. There's not a lot that I can say to really sell you on it, other than it's one of those movies. It's very rare that a film will make you laugh and make you cry, and I think this is one of those movies that will do both. So it's kind of all about the human condition and about the things that you know, make us human. So, uh, which I guess is the human condition. So I don't know. I was, I'm repeating myself here. So yeah, night on earth, 1991 It is on HBO max. I forgot to mention true Ma true romance is also on mm -hmm. HBO max. So I guess this is an HBO max double feature, or you can catch night on earth on the criterion channel. If you're one of those, uh, those highfalutin people that subscribes to that sort of thing. But, uh, speaking of highfalutin people, Bill, what is your next pick? <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Uh, my pick is one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I've loved this film since I was a child. It's from 1962, and it goes by a number of names. Uh, the version on Shudder, which I've not yet gotten to see, and I, it's sort of important that I do, because you can see it, lots of different quality cuts of this film. It's called City of the Dead. I always knew it as Horror Hotel. That was the version that was played on Creature Features back in the day. It's a black and white very atmospheric, by which I mean most of it takes place in a town that seems to be made out of fog. And uh, 
a, a student goes to um, a, Christopher Lee, her teacher. Well, here's a mistake. He sends her to uh, a town, the town of Whitewood, and uh, to investigate stories of witchcraft. There was a witch burning there back in the day. Things go horribly, horribly wrong, and uh, people end up having to search for her. It's great all the way through, but it has, in my opinion, the best finale ever. The last 10, 15 minutes of this film are brilliant. If I ever have the opportunity, I will rip this off. I will unashamedly rip off the ending of this film because it is just so damn good. It's great. Super low budget. Um, Christopher Lee's barely in it, but just good, good stuff. And and interestingly, came out about the same time as Psycho and has a similar twist, which you'll you'll see when you see it. And you got to remind yourself, yeah, 1962, this probably came as a bit of a shock for people. Love this film. Absolutely love it. it has, as far as I know, it has never been remade. I may have to do a, you know, I may have to go Ayn Rand on them and just blow up the set if they ever try to remake this film, unless I'm involved in it, in which case it'll be lovingly recreated down to the last frame. Great film. Just I just love it. it, it I, other people are going to watch this and probably say, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I saw this at the right time when I was a kid. It was just scary enough to scare me and just good enough to impress me and still love it to this day. Left an impression. So City of the Dead. It's on Shudder, so I'm not the only person who thinks that this is you know, definitely a classic worth having. And off to Paul. Thanks. I, I want to uh, second that. I, I knew it as Horror Hotel. As well, and I actually I caught it when I was older, and uh, and thought it was great. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was great. Well, my second pick. So you know, I like to have themes. So my my last pick was involved uh, a Japanese film involving food, and so well, I mean mushrooms, right? And uh, this my new pick is a Japanese film involving involving food. It's 1985's Tampopo. T A M P O. P.O. Tampopo playing on HBO Max and the Criterion Channel. It is, hmm, I don't know if I'd say episodic. It's got almost like a series of skits, um, though they're not always comedic, mostly comedic, but not always comedic, involving pe food and people's relationship with food and their relationships because of food. Um, but there is a, th a story that continues through it. Um, the director, I believe, called it a noodle western because uh, the the kind of the continuous story that goes through it is uh, a, a widow has a small um, ramen stand that she, she does not make very good ramen. And a uh, truck driver who is passing through uh, basically um, pledges his assistance to help her get her ramen stand up and going. I mean, you're saying you're going... What? Why does this doesn't sound like something? <laughs> no, the, it is. It is very funny. It will make you want to eat food. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. Well, maybe a little bit of cry. Um, I mean, it definitely has some heart to it. It is just this great uh, kind of slice of life comedy. Again, a lot of them are just like little skits. They don't necessarily connect with each other. There are a couple characters that show up a couple times, um, but it is it is one really worth checking out. Um, and you're going to, afterwards, you're going to want, if not ramen, some other food, uh, you know, a nice omelet, something, because it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it, no, I'm, I'm serious. You're going to watch this go, wow, I'm really hungry now. So that's Tampopo, T-A-M-P. 
1985 on HBO Max and Criterion Channel. And Renee, off to you. You guys always give me so much homework after this. I know. Oh, my gosh. So I want to keep with my theme of completely uh, mainstream, <laughs> mainstream movies. And this movie answers the question of what would happen if Sandal Bergman did a cosplay of George Romero? And oh, yeah, this, that. yeah, <laughs> this is 1988's Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yay! Oh. <laughs> so after a nuclear war, like 68% of the male population was wiped out. Like it was great. And um, <laughs> just kidding. Present company excluded. Um, okay. So virile men become a rarity and Sam oh, Hell. Yeah, yeah. See, you guys will be fine. And Sam Hell, who is played by um, the ever delightful Roddy Piper, um, he is a scavenger and highly, highly fertile man. Um, and so he is assigned to rescue a group of also very fertile women um, who have been kidnapped by humanoid frogs. So, yeah, it's very silly. It's very. Uh, entertaining and yeah you should watch it and it's on shutter it's on tubi it's on hoopla if you're one of those people that have amc plus or direct tv you can also watch it there yeah and so this is another movie i had somehow gone my entire life without seeing until just a couple months ago in fact this has been on my list and i keep forgetting to recommend it so uh thank you yeah. for for doing it for me but it's a it's a great, fun, stupid movie. Although I got to say, the for a kind of silly, low-budget action film, the the actual frog, like the prosthetic effects are surprisingly good. Like they obviously are. put 90% of the budget into that. <laughs> and, and there are apparently two sequels, but I have yeah. a feeling they're probably not up to the level of, of uh, the original. Yeah. Oh, right. And um, um, Maniac Cop, he's in the sequel. You Robert know, Star. thank you. Oh, really? Yes. Well, yeah. Also saving money on makeup effects. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, dear. Um, well, <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think that's all. Now, that director, Donald G. Jackson, um, he did a number. Of, he did a number of uh, pretty cool things. And I think he was also I feel like he was doing um, some pretty cool zines and stuff. You know, just one of those. One of those low budget characters had a lot of imagination, no budget whatsoever. Made a ton of stuff, most of which I hadn't had never actually watched, but it was Hell Comes to Frogtown was was the one. That was that was the one that really um and the Demon Lover. That's another kind of legendary film. Excellent. Yeah. But better yet, even better than the Demon Lover, if you can find this, and I think it's hard to find for obvious reasons. He made the it was his first film. He made the foolish mistake of having uh, somebody follow him around and film the making of this movie. Oh yeah. And it all went to hell. So, including I think the the, the documentary ends with people shooting at them. Yeah. So, <laughs> What's the name of that so, one? Demon Lover Diary. Uh -oh. Mom, hey mom, just a second, just a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. take over. Jeez, I just take over the house. Are we all? That, are we all done? I am not. No, hold on. I am not editing that out because Bill Mulligan. Yeah. 
in classic gamer fashion. Mom, Mom. I'm trying to talk to my friends. <laughs> my friends. That's staying in there. I'm trying um, to do a podcast. Trying to do a podcast. <laughs> Bring me more Stand chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, I, I would you like about... some cookies yes but not yes. right at the moment <laughs> <laughs> i think that about wraps it up those i think that's our q-tips for the weekend of june oh no it's actually july when we release this or, or yeah. when, mm, when it will be weekend. yes actually it's the fourth of july weekend so you'll have uh, oh, right. we'll have a long weekend you can settle in and uh just like our founding fathers intended watch hell comes to frog town with rowdy roddy piper Thank yes. you for listening. Good night. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh. Does anyone have a song? Oh, that's, that's what I was right. To say, uh, Paul, do you, want me to, do you want me to play uh, my pal? Foot only, only if you can sing it. No, actually, I've got a song. I've got a song related oh. to one of my picks. Oh. All right, take us out. Yeah. Oh, no. Just sit right back and you'll hear a nope. tale, a tale of an angel trip that started. On this topic board aboard this tiny ship. And as always, if you weren't keeping track, I'll recap all of our picks for the weekend of July 2nd, 2021. Bill suggested The Pit, which is currently playing on the Roku channel, Shudder, and FilmRise, and City of the Living Dead, or Horror Hotel, which is available on Voodoo, Tubi, Canopy, and Shudder. Paul suggested Matango, or Attack of the Mushroom People, which is currently playing on Prime Video, Tubi, and Flixfling, and Tempopo, which is currently available on HBO Max and the Criterion channel. I suggested True Romance and Night on Earth, which are both available on HBO Max, and Renee recommended Insidious, which is currently available on Netflix, and Hell Comes to Frogtown which is playing on Hoopla, Tubi, Shudder, and DirecTV.